boys, we are back. Nice little episode eight for you. We've got some. Uh, we've got a new cast today. We don't have Carp with us, unfortunately. He is uh, not with us. Um, he's fine, but he's just not here. We've got Chase Stafford. Hi. Com coming with us. He's a nice little guest. We got Ferulo. You guys love Hi. Ferulo. How you doing? He was a big, big asset in episode six. Yep. The, uh, the infamous chocolate milk incident. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and we got Anders, who was on a podcast. For five minutes at the end of episode three. What a guy. I forget what we talked about, but he was there. Something about um, <coughs> how how hitting should be like. Oh, yeah, we talked about how hitting in the NHL is like not going to be a thing anymore. We talked about fighting. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, new cast of crew, but we're ready to get into it. Nice long podcast here. Let's, uh, we're going to hash some things out, but first, let's, uh, let's get into the headlines. All right, so we got game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Bruins beat the Blues 4-2 on a nice Memorial Day. It was a good game. The Yankees beat the Padres 5-2. The Red Sox topped the Indians 12-5. Big route there. Uh, big news, five-star basketball prospect RJ Hampton announced that he is foregoing NCAA basketball, and he's going to play one season professionally overseas next year to fulfill the gap before he declares for the draft. Uh, in some sad news, Red Sox legend Bill Buckner passed away yesterday at age 69. So uh, prayers up to his family. Our thoughts are definitely with them. And in other sad news, NFL Hall of Fame quarterback Bart Starr passed away over the weekend at age 85. So our thoughts and prayers are with his family and with the Packers organization. Uh, Longtime second baseman for the uh, Red Sox, Dustin Pedroia, announced that he will be taking a break from baseball and that he is unsure if he will ever suit up again in what was a very weird announcement. And the Virginia Cavaliers took home a national championship, defeating Yale 13-9 in the Men's College Lacrosse Championship at Lincoln Financial Field. All right, it's time for the good shit now, boys. Let's get right into it. Stanley Cup Finals, Game 1. It's a pretty loaded topic, and we're just going to dive right into it. Two of us were at the game. Chase was at the game. I was at the game. Ferullo was in the vicinity. He was at the fan fest for yep. for a brief moment. Yep. Uh, let, let's debrief. Um, so obviously, if you didn't see the game, which you should have, Bruins topped the Blues 4-2, scored four straight goals after the first 21 minutes of the game and just you know never looked back. Um, I want to talk about like more broad topic. Can the Blues hang with the Bruins? Because after the first period, it really didn't look like they belonged to be on the same ice. Belonged yeah. on the same ice as them. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. I just, I really like. I, I mean, obviously they're going to turn it around. The you know Stanley Cup final. I think it's they not have some. Be that easy. But they, they have they some just good. Didn't look like. Yeah, I think they, they have some play. good assets in Tarasenko and Shen, uh, and they have some some good players. Uh, but I think. The biggest part for them is they need Bennington to stand on his head. I yeah. think that's what they need. Uh, that's what Tuca's been doing for the Bruins. And first 20 minutes, he looked shaky last night, uh, which isn't surprising after they had 10 days off. Yeah. But um, Bennington, he he looked all right in the first period. He had a few. Uh, Johansson had that chance where he just beat him clean and hit the post. Pasternak had the one-timer from the top of the circles. It squeaked through his pads and was sitting in the crease. So he did look a little bit shaky. And for a rookie goaltender on the road in game one of the Stanley Cup final, you expect that. Um, but I do think that the only way that the Blues can hang with the Bruins is if they have Bennington stand on his head. Definitely. And did, not to mention Jordan <laughs> Bennington was 
in Providence mm-hmm. with the with mm-hmm. the P Bruins. Didn't belong year. to the However, Bruins Chase organization. asked me this question a week ago about Jordan Bennington. And you asked if he was on our team. No, he wasn't. Did you ask me yesterday? No, he wasn't. Yesterday. His, it was yesterday. His rights. His rights. Jesus Christ, my time frame. His rights were on, his contract. On, what's the word? Yeah. yeah. I saw everyone was like flipping their shit about so, how we traded away Bennington. Which and then never Saint, happened. St. Louis doesn't have a farm team is what. Well, that is expansion what, yes. draft. So expansion. because Vegas the Vegas Golden Knights came their, into the league, yeah. Yeah. they took their AHL team and mm-hmm. St. Louis was left with an ECHL team, which yeah, and they just didn't Bennington want to terrible hockey, by ben- the way. Bennington like the, declined. The Coastal is like the worst ho- farm hockey league you can get. Uh-huh. And they, they wanted, so they shipped all their guys off to the ECHL. But Jordan Bennington did not want to play for the ECHL. He was like, I'm not playing. So Fargo, Force? Right. Fargo, Fargo Force? Is the Fargo Force. Force. <laughs> Inside so, jokes. <laughs> Inside jokes. Um, 101. But anyway. So he didn't want to play for the ECHL. They go, all right, we're going to loan you to the Bruins. And there's some certain like rules that the Bruins had to follow. Like he can't play in the NHL for the Bruins unless it's on emergency basis and you need to call him up. They can't sign him. They can't offer him contracts. Mm-hmm. There was like he was basically a St. Louis Blues player infiltrating the Bruins system for a year. But yeah. supposedly he stood on his head. He won like the MVP award or whatever. Yeah, for the uh, their equivalent smart. of the Vesna is. It's smart by him too. I mean, the, like yeah. you said, the the ECHL is not a very strong league, and for Bennington to stand up and say, "I don't want to play in this league. Can I please play in the AHL?" Right. It just shows his dedication to the game and how good it treated him. As you see, what he's doing now for the Blues, he turned their. He completely turned their season around after, what, January 2nd when they were last in the NHL. Yeah. And she, I think the main reason they're, like we said, in the Stanley Cup is because of Bennington. He stood on his head. Now, granted, they had those other assets in Tarasenko and Shen and other guys, O'Reilly, Pareko played well this season. So you, they had guys that were doing well on the team and providing the offense, but they needed a goalie to work off of. And Bennington was that guy that came in and did it for them. And if you look back, like he he he's no like spring chicken. I think he got no. drafted in 2011, which was eight years ago now, which is crazy to oh say the God. year that the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. And he is a rookie this year. Uh-huh. So he's like, if you think about the line of St. Louis goaltenders, like they brought in Marty Brodeur ahead of him for a time, like Jake Allen. I can't even remember who else was playing there. Um, yeah. They had Chad Johnson, who was the old Bruins backup, like start that didn't pan out. So you look at like this eight year gap from where he started out, you know, in the Blues organization, came to Providence last year, and now he's the starting goaltender for them in the Stanley Cup finals. It's kind of a crazy journey for him and a crazy journey for the team, too, who, mm-hmm. like you said, last place. Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott, thank you. That was the name I was trying He to went to up. Philly, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did yeah. end up going to Philly. So, like, what a journey for, A, him, and B, their team, because they were the laughingstock of the NHL at the turn of the new year. Like I know. I think they were a disappointment. I mean, everyone, like me. <laughs> everyone was just Zinger. looking at them as, uh, like, a joke. Like you oh, said, yeah. it, was, it was terrible. Nobody... Nobody thought that they would even make the playoffs. I mean, when you look at it in January, you're like, how bad is this team? And they were the talk of the NHL. And then after that streak, they brought Bennington up, and they, they went on that massive streak. They had the best record in the NHL. 
Yeah. Uh, second second best goals against average, I think it was for Bennington. So um, he he did. He helped out a lot. And has this ever happened before, where a team that was last place I don't think so. the year makes it to the Stanley Cup final? I don't think so. Like leads their division and goes to the Stanley Cup final. I, who knows if they're going to win it or not? Like we can't you know say that they've. Won, yeah. Well, it's still a long to way to the end make of the series. The playoffs to even come back and like do well in your division is crazy all right let's talk Zidane Chara for a second because there's a few question marks in the air about what exactly happened to him so Chase you said that he went down with an injury at the end of the game yeah yeah he on TV into the locker room. Yeah. on TV I could see it his puck got deflected uh from a shot from the point hit him at an angle Looked like it just ripped the skin open a little bit, and he was bleeding. Although he was in discomfort, yeah. uh, he wasn't. You could see that it was bothering him, um, and he didn't end up playing for those what last minute and a half, yeah. two minutes. All right, um, I'll fill Carp's role here for a second because if Carp was here, he would be going ballistic right now. The Bruins need to wake the fuck up about Zidane Ochara. He sucks. He is a terrible hockey player. He doesn't deserve to be on the ice. He was minus two last night. Two soft-ass goals that you can't blame Tuukka Rask for because that was shitty defense. They need to limit his minutes. He leads the playoffs in time on ice. Like, how, how can you have someone... I get that his plus-minus is, you know, great in the overall scheme of things. Be <laughs> All right, so... Chase is just going, casually going taking a phone that, call. I agree. No, I agree. He Char leads the playoffs been, in time on ice. All he's teams been, to play in the playoffs. Been, All players. He's he leads been terrible. The, it's fucking he's, terrible. He has been terrible, but there is a point too where Chara is only in there right now for the leadership role. And, oh, obviously. And the only thing he gets way too much ice time. It's his ice time. I think is totally stupid. Um, Can I, let's look up his time on ice. But let's do it. I know. I know that his ice time is very stupid. He is a very valuable penalty killer. I will say that. Oh, that's he, where you and I disagree. It's well, I I think when I think the only issue he has on the penalty kill is getting the puck out. He cannot, for whatever reason, he just doesn't. I don't know how he's super strong. I don't know how he doesn't have the strength to chip the puck out of the zone. He always whiffs on it on the penalty kill. He's only good on the penalty kill to. Yeah, but you're saying he's a good penalty killer when the when the power hey, it's no. It's fifty three, so I can pay twenty. <laughs> oh. When the power play, 20. sure. When the power play is, is uh, just fucking by the bitch. <laughs> Give me just take my money. <laughs> when the when the power play, whoever they're pen, whoever they're killing against, let's say it's the Blues, they're running around and Chara, uh, like forces some guy to the boards. Yep. His physical presence is good in that, and he's good at blocking shots too sometimes. Yep. But getting the puck out is a struggle. His ice time's a struggle. So you see. There's some more assets that overcome his, like, his, I don't know how to say it, uh, but, like... Abilities. Where, yeah, his good abilities of... I don't know. Of good, in quotations. Uh, like, what he should be doing. Uh, and I think the Bruins overplay him way too much, and it, he struggles. Um, you know when you sit, like, when you but start But it's, it's for the leadership. That's all it is. Yeah. You know He's when you started leader. playing hockey... When you were like three or four years old or whatever, if you were like playing mites or whatever, um, it's, if you don't play hockey, this doesn't relate to you. Or if you play pond hockey and you're not a hockey player, this relates to you very much. When you start skating and you're like, you want to stand, like you want to 
walk on the ice like you stand, like you're standing and you're actually walking, and you don't know how to skate and like keep that skating motion, and you use the stick as a balance in between your two legs to like hold you while you just glide along the ice. That's how the fuck Zidane Chara skates. An NHL player is skating like a like a three-year-old learning how to skate. It's honestly pathetic, and he leads the NHL playoffs in time on ice. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That'd be like LeBron James take, crawling around the court trying to play basketball, but leading the NBA in minutes. They take his leadership role as, like, he's a great player. And it's it they that's what they think of him. And it's, it's terrible. He's so... He's Bad just on ice. It's just he is. That's the definition. He's washed but you, up. But you see him but last he's not night. Washed up. You see he's him last night in the. He's still playing. In the introductions, he's in his twenty-first season. Yeah. Like you he's gotta give like him. 41 you, he's forty-one. You gotta give him a little bit of a break. Hang but at the up. same point, it's not his fault that the Bruins are playing him that much. Sorry for all the noise, by the way. We just got our food. Cassidy needs to just take like young guys like. I, I mean, McAvoy, Grizzlick, I mean, any, anyone, and play them more than Chara. Krug is another topic that we have, we need another day to talk about, because he's so... Oh, yeah. And we're I, coming back not, at you Wednesday, or tomorrow, with another podcast, so, like, with a Game 2 preview, so... Yeah. He's so not, don't uh, sleep. He's not a strong breakout player on the power play. Krug, I do. I, I don't do. think Tory Krug has done shit I, all playoffs, I except, for that, except hit. for that hit. That hit, was and we're gonna talk about that hit fucking later. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, that Great was the hit. biggest Love hit it. I've ever you seen. You know, thanks for coming. So, uh, but I, I mean, I, don't, I don't know. I think Krug is. I, I think he struggles on the on the power play. Um, yeah. And I think. And uh, yeah. So pause. All right. No. So Ferrillo's got it. Ferrillo's got to bounce. His. Uh, his his escort is here, so. I mean, I will be back for tomorrow, though. He's Her back name tomorrow. Is Honey. Don't worry about it. We'll so, uh, Perilla, thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to get Cart back, but uh, thanks for joining us for Thank the you short, very much. I appreciate short time that we had. Thanks, podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, boys, we hit the upgrade button. We dropped Ferulo, <laughs> and we picked up Matt Fonzi, Holy also new to the podcast. Is that an upgrade, though? Uh, yeah, I, th- hey, I think well, it's an Of course, upgrade. it's an upgrade. I mean, let's be real. At this point, we're just, you know, people are coming and going, so we're just going to roll with it. We don't really have an agenda. Um, Let's talk Tuka Rask real quick. Um, Is he, I think it's a pretty obvious question, is Tuka Rask the favorite to win the Colts fight? Yes, 100%. I think he's having his best playoffs. Tuka Rask might be the best player on the Bruins right now. Oh, yeah. He's keeping them in games. As Ferullo said at least five times about Bennington, Rask is standing on his fucking head. (laughs) He is, and the thing is, his goals against average. He's letting up a little more than one goal a game. Yeah, he's that's facing consistently twenty-five to thirty shots each game. And he probably one at least one of those goals shouldn't have gone in last night. There's some oh, yeah. shitty defense by Marshawn. Bad defense. Chara, as we just said, needs to get his ass off the ice because yeah. that guy has we has we covered. He peaked, I'd say, in 2011 when they won the cup. Well, so did Tim Thompson. Where's he now? Oh, Tim Thomas? Thomas. Washed well, up. <laughs> but l- let's be real. David Poshnock must be the dumbest fuck on Oh, he had dirt. a terrible game. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Just throws it behind the net. No one called reverse. He throws it back there <laughs> to the other fucking team. I didn't hear reverse. And it's an easy goal. It's like, yeah. what, what are you doing? Quit. Right as well as that, there were so many turnovers in the Bruins defensive zone last night. I don't know how they pulled four goals out of their ass. Yeah, they're, we're not was, like 
The first <laughs> quarter might have been the shittiest quarter. First quarter. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. What? I don't play hockey. <laughs> ah. but I'm oh, going. man. The first period. Hey. Period. I of hockey. How many of those are there in a the hockey game? There are three. There are four quarters, yes. My children grow up so fast. But oh, man. that was the shittiest period of hockey I've ever seen played, the first period. Um, well, game one against the Maple Leafs when we like, that's just true. lost 5-1. That is the biggest actually, deficit we've lost by mind. this playoffs. I forgot about the Leafs. Circling back to Tuka Rask. The first game of the playoffs is the most goals he's let up all playoffs. Okay. Well, that, that's pretty good because he let up two goals. No, five. What? Oh, that game. Oh, the first game of the playoffs. First, the game, first game of the, of the playoffs. Not of the cup, of the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going round one. You're going way back. Yeah. Just to talk about the playoffs that he's mm-hmm. had, he has not let up more than five goals. And the Bruins have not lost by more than four. Don't talk about the Canes. Don't say it. Don't talk about the Canes. Don't we're say just, it. We're not talking about the Canes right now. <laughs> But, like, if you look at the Western Conference, their games were consistently, like, 5-4 overtime, 6-5, 6-2. The Bruins' biggest win against the Canes was 6-2. Biggest loss was 5-1. Every other game, 3-2, 2-1, 4-2, 1. Out of the playoffs? Yeah, 2-1. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, and then there was just the Blues. So we're talking about the the difference. The Blues have been letting up a lot more goals, but scoring more goals. The Bruins are scoring less goals, but giving up less goals. And like when those two teams clash, mm-hmm. I think the defensive team wins, and that's the, even though the Bruins' defense exactly. was sloppy in the first period, defense they won the game. So they came out with the victory because they got their shit together in yeah. the second half of the game, and the Blues didn't know how to beat them. I it's, guess. Okay, so the interesting though, because I feel like there's going to be one game this series where the Blues style of play benefits them, and it's going to be a oh, yeah. six four, six five, six six game. Like it's going to be a very high scoring game. Um, but overall, I think Boston style play is going to. I don't think Tuca lets up more than three. Yeah, this, this that's all, all series. Tuka. All series. I don't think Tuca lets up. I'll give him a four spot, and I think that's happening tomorrow. I night. think. That's true, though. I think, I think St. Louis will take one in Boston, and obviously they'd have to take the next one to take one but in Boston. But I think four spot, I don't think so. Three, I could see, because St. Louis is, I guess, prepared. But the Bruins weren't even, I guess, they were prepared, but they had, what, 10 or 11 days of rest. That's so true. they People were talking They about were that. rusty as hell in the first period. Oh, yeah. Like, if they can get everything under control, and like you said, I think we were talking about this with Rayo. They haven't played a solid 60 minutes of hockey in a minute. That's true. They have not played good, decent hockey throughout the whole game in let's a while. Be real. It's been more than just 11 days because they played the fucking Hurricanes, okay? Yeah. I'm a Canes fan. Let's be real. I was expecting to be out in the first round. The fact that we made it this far is a miracle. It, it's a fucking miracle. Is it safe to say that the Bruins made it to the Cup after they beat the Leafs? Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. But Brofsky put up a good fight, but mm-hmm. we kept on scoring. Like, Poshnok had that big game to win the series. He had two goals. Yeah. And right when, like, when you see him score that first one, you know he's going to heat up. Because then oh, he had yeah. an assist, too. So it's like, you know the boys are going. They're going to win yeah. this next round. So I think after the main you can Definitely. Play. So, like, mm-hmm. you can make the argument that they really haven't played, like, a, a do-or-die game no. No. since game seven against the Leafs. Yeah. Yes. Which was... Like a month ago. This was a month ago? Yeah. Holy shit. It was like yeah. late April. Yeah. Why is <laughs> time fucking flies? They it weren't is. in when they came up with that. <laughs> God damn. So, yeah, it's, I give 
It's the 28th. I give Tukara. It is the 28th. Good. It's the 28th of May. It is. How? It's Damn, June in like three days. How? It's practically almost 4th of July. We're pretty much Holy back in September. Shit. If you round up. One <laughs> sec, like, but here's a hot take, okay? Is Tuka Rask the best Bruins goalie of all time if they win this cup finals? Best playoff goalie of all time. No, the best Bruins goalie of all time. No. Then who's better than you're him? You're going up against who? 90 years in history. Who's who's better than him? I want you to tell me who's better than him. Okay. And Tuka's Finnish, right? He's a Finnish man. He is from the Finland land. They pretty I'm a big Finnish guy. guy. Like, I'm, I'm As an old hockey finish. coach once said to me, boys, what's the continent up by Norwegia? And we all looked at each other like, what, what is this guy saying? And he goes, Finnish. First of all, not a continent. Second off, Finnish is not the name of the place. It's called Finland. Yeah. Wow. High five for that one. Let's, let's That's education. Let's geography problem <laughs> that one. All right, pull down the map, boys. <laughs> so anyway, to answer your question, is Tukares the best Bruins goaltender of all time after this if he wins the Stanley Cup? I don't know because he's mad inconsistent. Mm -hmm. But you could say the in same thing. In the regular about, season, he's having a great playoff. Mm -hmm. You could say the same thing about Tim Thomas because he was fucking shit in a way in some games. Remember when Tim Thomas got traded to the Dallas Stars, but he still had his Florida Panthers pads? Yes, I remember and that. He get, and he was wearing a Stars jersey. <laughs> with with like a red, blue and red helmet. Yeah, and I the pads. That. Oh my god, let's pull this, that picture. I was like, up. this man has fallen from grace. I know. And then he like played in the AHL for a little bit. <laughs> He went to the AHL, Jesus. He's probably still in a Bruh. fucking bomb shelter right now. Like, he scares me, bro. Oh my god, I need to find this picture. Here, I'll look up where he is now. <laughs> Off the fucking grid. I can tell you he's not in the NHL anymore. Yeah, that's for Just sure. Just comes up with Tim Thomas rehab. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be honest. During the cup run in 2011, he was a brick wall. Like, oh god, he was so... Now that is a he sexy man. He has a black man. helmet. That's a look. Blue, red, and yellow pads, a blue blocker, a blue glove, and a green jersey. A white stick with green tape. That's a look. That's peak performance. That's he a was, look. Can we call that so peak performance? Ladies may not like it, but that's what the ideal male looks like right there. <laughs> he retired. That's it. it was like the guy that we saw walking yesterday. Who? Me, you, and Carp, the guy that we saw walking in Lynn. No, yesterday. I know what I know that you meant oh, we yeah. when you said me, you, and Carp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. Understand the basic context. Who are we talking about? Remember the guy that uh, Carp said, look at that. Uh, oh, he that goes, guy, that guy's that jacked. Guy's jacked. <laughs> it was like some old dude who was like, what? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I would, you could definitely make a claim that to, that Tukaras is the best Bruins goalie of all time. Yeah. And obviously, like, old time hockey. Well, you, you got Jerry Cheevers, but what happened after 73? He went to the WHA and played for the Cleveland Crusaders for two years, and his career fell from fucking great. So let's Good read pull. encyclopedia. Good pull, by the way. That was nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll give it to you. Tuka Rask, best player of all time. Thomas retired five years ago. Yeah. Really? And he's been off the grid for five, five years. What does he own? Like, Baskin Robbins? He doesn't even live in <laughs> America anymore. <laughs> he was 5'11"? That's a little goalie. That's, That's small. He was 5'11". How tall is Tuka? Tuka's like 6'3", 6'4", I think. Really? I like my goalies a little taller. Mm-hmm. Really? Tuka's 6'3". <laughs> Marshawn is 5'9". I met Tuka. So Rask. is Krug. They're both 5'9". Oh, Krug, Krug's smaller than that. Yeah, but they, Krug they played like a fucking wrecking ball last night. Let's I met real. Brad Marshawn and Tori Krug. I'm Brad Marshawn's height. That's Not sad. on skates. Mm. But, you know. It's fun to be short. 
All right, let's move on to the next thing. Away from like the hockey part of it, but relating to the game. We were all at the pregame concert little thingy before the Bruins game. Oh yeah. Don't text me. Mute that. Anyway, um, thoughts on Lil, Lil Nas X. Has one I, song, can't even sing it, has the crap. Let me set the it. stage for you people who weren't there. We show up in, in the city of Boston, park our car, which was it? Experience. Oh, God, that was a shit Let's show. talk about it. Why don't we, let, I'm going to get off track for a second. Yeah. TD Garden Garage, we pull in. Carp, our co-host, is driving. I'm in the, I'm in the passenger seat. Chase is in the back seat. We pull up. Scan our ticket. She goes, you got P1, the first level, which is great, which you can skirt right out after the game. You don't have to go up all the levels and wait. We're like, sick, P1. They gave us the little one tag. She goes, yeah, right up there and follow the people because there's people along the way who are, like, flagging you to go wherever. We pull up. Carp goes, show him the one because this guy was like, we see one right there. And this guy is, like, waving us down towards two. You did not show him the one. Yeah, I showed him the one. No, you the did one. not. I did not show him. On God, I showed him the one. You did not do show not him do him that on Ja. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. Don't show say that on Vito. I, you did not Vito show him the one. What a man! All right, I'm out. All right, Decent. we're losing another one from the podcast. Anders, it's been a pleasure. But anyway, I show him the one. He keeps flagging us, and Carp goes, "No, we got to go left." And the guy's flagging us right, and I go, "He's telling us to go right." And Carp goes, you know what? Fine, numb nuts. I'm going to go right. And I go, all right, cool. We're going right. We skirt right. We end up on P5 somehow. We are in the belly of the beast. And we're, we're stuck because we've reached like the end. And we can't get out. And we can't go back. So we're going down the exit ramp where cars are coming up to get out. Going back down to P1. We get like cornered in going the wrong way, stuck where like these cones are blocking us off. Yeah, we went to the exit. We did go to the exit. <laughs> we went we to the exit. The, uh, we came like the opposite way. No, no, I'm we surprised went, we didn't we went get the killed. right way. We went the right way, Carp turned around the exit. Then we went down the exit, uh, the exit, well, ramp, I guess. And then we kind of got stuck, and then I got out. Some woman that like, I guess, worked there screamed at me. She started screaming at us. Yeah, I can't even do it. I lost and my then voice. She, and then Who has a high voice? I don't. Yeah, I, I can't, man. Voice. I'm He's gone. like, what are you doing? Yeah. We're like, we made up some like bullshit. We were like, oh, they sent us this way. And she's like, you can't be here. Mm-hmm. And we were like, no, no, no. Yeah. You guys sent us. And I think we're the, good. P1, right? You can't be here. Bet. Bet. I'm here. What's good? So we moved the cones and we parked. But anyway, it was an experience. So looping back to the concert, we show up at like, what five o'clock was it? Five? Oh no! At the concert? No. We got no, there at, at in Boston. Oh, in Boston? Yeah, we were in Boston at five. We had parked the, the car. Parking after that fiasco. Yeah. We, we walk over to City Hall Plaza. Well, we walked through Canal Street first. Saw mm-hmm. the saw the boys from the NHL Network good. and the girl Catherine Tappan. Shout out. Um, and then we walk to City Hall Plaza. And we wait in this line. It wasn't really that long, like 20 minutes, taking some pictures, you know, for the fans. And then we finally get in. Um, we see Vito, who you guys know Vito. He's been on the podcast before. He's working there somehow. And then finally we pull up to the stage. We have decent standing room seats. And Chase Rice, some random country artist, is singing right now. No one really knows him. No, I looked him up. He has 916,000 Instagram followers. Okay, so no one in Boston knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and 
they basically end his thing. He's talking about the Predators, and now he's a Predators fan. Gets booed off the stage, practically. And then he um, he goes off, does his little spiel, like, oh, I love you. And then they bring out like the, the crew to work on the stage. They bring out smoke machines, light machines, DJ table, inflatable horses, setting up for Old Town Road, because it's Lil Nas X. How long did that last? Oh, Lil Nas X was uh, no, yes. no, no. How did the how long did the setup last? Okay, oh, like setup setup was fifteen. Chase Rice got off at six forty-five. Setup was fifteen. Oh, he got off at six thirty-five. No, he was no. Remember, it was six thirty-five. We were really because we waited for a solid close to a half and hour. And then he came out, sang Old Town Road for three minutes, said thank you, boss, and just absolutely and left. And just peaced. Waste of fucking time. Like, unbelievable waste of time. I went for the meme. It was hilarious, but it was the biggest waste of time ever. But let's be real. We have people waiting on here. Some people got there at 4.30 for this shit, okay? Yo, at man. least play, like, yeah. an unreleased song that's longer than give three them a fucking yeah, minutes. Give them a show. It was literally, like, the biggest letdown ever because it's, like, it's the number one song in the country. It's like, oh, everyone's so hyped. And then he finishes it. Mm -hmm. I love you, Boston. Walks off the stage. And one more thing. He's wearing the number seven. Don't fuck with Phil Esposito <laughs> like that, all right? Take the number seven off of your back and wear some shitty number like 26 or some shit, okay? Hey, that's my number. That's <laughs> what you get. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a sexist number. <laughs> it's no longer Brendan Willis. It's Lil Nas it's X's not my number. number. It's Lil Nas's now. Why he wasn't even... Wait, uh, what's, what's X in numerals? Ten. Why wasn't he just Lil Nas, Lil Nas and then Nas it said ten? ten? Oh, why did you pick the number X? 200 IQ The name plays? of his album is 7. Or the, the his EP that he's coming out with is, is seven? called 7. Yes. It's going to have okay. 7 songs that are all 30 seconds. They're all Old Town Road it's remixes. All, <laughs> it's all Old Town Road snippets. It's just featuring Billy Ray Cyrus with different tough. amounts of auto Imagine auto being him. That's tough. Because he's, like he's a one-hit wonder. Who? Lil Nas X. Oh, oh yeah. he's gonna do we nothing. And he hasn't it. come out with a second song. He's already a one He's set up for life after that one oh, song. Oh, yeah, true. for sure. He's got millions of dollars in the bank now. He's like, had the number one song for the past three weeks. Think about how much money that gets you. Like, um, on Spotify, on Spotify, you bake jack shit. But when you get 100, 200 million views, yeah. you get so much. I'm gonna give I him think this, though. It's a banger. It's it's a good... <laughs> with auto-tune, it's I really good. I kind of like... <laughs> But I think he's he's like one of the top ten, if not the top, uh, most popular male artists on Spotify right now. Right now. And I respect to him, he signed a kid's forehead last night. Really? More than one. Oh my God! More than one. Plenty. More than one. Respect to him, because that's like cool. Yeah. And he, he went to the game. I think he gets it, because he's I don't even know how old he is. He's the, he looks like he's in his twenties. I'd say like not 22 even two or twenty three probably. Yeah, look it up. But. I we we were speculating that he was that they had asked him to stay because Boston Calling was this he's weekend. 20. He's twenty. He's twenty. Okay. He's he's probably <laughs> in the tens of millions of dollars of like just net worth already. Yeah, and he's good for life. But if he's that young, I think he might splurge it all. I don't know. Hopefully, he's smart. With because it. I don't I don't know how smart he'll be because he's just twenty still. And. I don't know, cause he's probably once he falls off, which is bound to happen. I just he don't know if he already. can. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be able to get used to like a regular lifestyle, cause there's bound to be so many celebrities that just whip him around just, just because. And then once he gets, yeah. once it just, it's like Allen Iverson. Allen oh. Iverson 
had like $150 million, and then he bought a bunch of cars, jewelry, a fucking airplane, and now he's bankrupt. Although, do you see what his mom did? No. Until he was 50, she held $40 million in her bank account for him to have after he retired at age 50. Oh, and he also, actually that reminds me, he has like, I don't even know. I, I read this a little while ago. He has money from Reebok in a bank account that he can get when he's 50 or 55 or something like that. That's cool. Yeah. So, which, so he's not poor anymore. So that basically means he hasn't learned his lesson, I would assume. Yeah. Because if he, I like if he gets, Iverson. boom, $90 million again, let's just spend it again. Yeah. Let's just. Imagine having all that money, though. That'd just be fucking, that's insane. Imagine being done with it. <laughs> well, I mean, if I did have the money, I would be done with it. Because with the thirty dollars I have now, I'm still yeah. gonna be fucking done with it. Let's be real. Like, imagine not being able to keep track of your money. Like right now, you know exactly how much money you've made. That's off true. Of X job and X this. You're like, oh yeah, I made two hundred twenty dollars the other day. Imagine being like low or like Zach. The money's coming in. You just don't know how much. Continuously making money. But you know you have like tens of millions. I wonder, oh my god, I wonder how much he makes a day. So he has... How much is it? I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Alright, while so you're doing that, um, obviously moves. game two, Wednesday night, we're going to come at you with another podcast tomorrow, but we're going to move on from hockey right now. Switch it up to David Price, and this one's going to be an interesting one because David Price is an interesting guy who is... Carp used this last night, not about David Price, but I like it. The unreadable book. I feel like you never know what's going on with that guy. I mean, for David Price, for sure, but let's be real. Fuck you, David Price. You're a waste <laughs> of fucking money. Go retire and play him. Fortnite professionally, okay? Yeah, no that one was so cares. Bullshit last year. No, no one we're cares. paying him so much money to sit on the bench, right? He's a bum, honestly. How he's, much? He's past his prime. He's an old shit. He had two good games in the playoffs last year. What are we gonna do? Keep paying him thirty something million dollars a year? I don't even know how thirty. He million. makes thirty million dollars a fucking year to sit on his ass. Lil Nas X or David? No, Price? David I'd Price. I'd rather have Lil Nas X. <laughs> my goddamn. He's pitched what? Is that the only inning he's pitched this year? No. No, he was no. out. Or he he started the year and then went out pretty quickly. Oh my god. Chris Sale makes thirty. That's deserved. Right. Chris Sale is actually Chris Sale good. Is so good. <laughs> Dustin Bedroya, 12.5. That's just a well, He's going to retire. He did technically he retire. He basically, yeah. he just called it, but not called it. He threw in the towel, but it's still in his waistband. So so we're really just pulling yeah. marks of art shit here? Like, we're still paying him a fuck ton of money for doing nothing? Yeah. It's just David Price. Marks of art has a YouTube channel where no, he tapes he hockey sticks. <laughs> That's his life That's now. his life now. Imagine being one of the best centers in the NHL. Getting like 70,000 concussions and then go as low as taping sticks for a YouTube And he's channel. fat. No offense to Mark Savard because you're a legend in the city. He is fat. He's short and fat and he tapes hockey sticks That's for never a, a great combo. Like, what a downfall. You were like, you were getting compared to like, at times people are like, oh yeah, Mark Savard, like next Sidney Crosby. Like, this kid is like, got it. I don't know if I'd go that far. People are like, oh, he's- Well, he's not a pussy. That's yeah. the difference. He gets knocked out by Matt Cook, knocked out by Matt Hunwick, done. Big fuck you to Matt Cook, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's it. Fuck you. That guy is just... I don't even know how to describe Matt Cook. He's just like, he's like a Sean Avery. Like, they just didn't play hockey. Yeah, but I like Sean Avery. You like Sean Avery? I love Sean Avery. I hate Sean Avery. 
chirps people all the time. Just go into the comment section. Say something <laughs> about Sean Avery's haircut. He'll go onto your profile and say, you fat fuck, go eat another donut. Oh Did, he may I hope he does. said that to a friend of mine. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to go on this. <laughs> go for it. I dare you. Go for it. I will. He's a bitch like that. Sean Avery, another complete fucking asshole, okay? Goon of a hockey player. Never did shit in his career. Is a shitty reporter. Just sits on his phone all day and chirps 16-year-old kids, okay? <laughs> that I mean, that sounds fun for a 16-year-old kid to do. But for 40-something-year-old Sean Avery with millions of dollars in the bank account, that's what you do with your life? But he's getting paid to do it. No, he's not the NHL Network now. That's a lot of people are roasting for. him on his last... Like, he, like, acts now. Okay. He's no. like an actor. So, just a Sean, little off no. topic. Sean, no. Forest Hills. Wait, I can't tell what the show is. But he's on some police show and he's a cop. Fuck you, Shawnee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but back to baseball. Um, like, what is up with David Price? A lot. He was out with some obscure injury for, like, two months. He comes back. Oh, yay, exciting. Everyone loves David Price. Stands on the mound and throws, like, two pitches and then leaves the game forever. <laughs> and he's not coming back. And he, he's, he's done. <laughs> Bro, like, what, what is your deal? Like, why'd you even play if you were just going to leave? And it wasn't an injury. They were like, oh, flu-like symptoms. Oh, he's not feeling well. Whatever. If you weren't feeling well, could you, what, like the flu just all of a sudden come on in the first inning? Like, you didn't feel that before the game? Like, you waited to, to make your debut pitching, throw a few pitches and be like, oh, the flu, and then just, like, leave the game? Like, yeah. you couldn't have just sat it out and then, like, made a real return in like a week or so after the flu. Like I just had the flu on Thursday. Look at me, I'm doing a podcast, I'm fine. Like David Price is the definition of a pussy. He probably just wanted to go like play like whatever whatever video game he plays. Bro, what is it called? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> As Jack Edwards said, why are you stopping the fucking game if his leg is not hanging off? I love it. Like if, if you're not fucking breaking a leg, an arm, or throwing up on the goddamn mound, you should stay in the game. Yep. I don't care who you are, where you're from, or how shitty of a player you are. Don't be a bitch. He had a he's, not, he's not Boston, that's why. No, he's, he's not. He's not Boston. He's the opposite of Boston. He just doesn't look at it. His shoulders are slumped a little bit. He wears his, his jersey's too big. It makes him look weak. Kurt Schilling. Where's a mouth Schilling. guard pitching, by the way, which he I think is a... Pussiest move ever. Oh man. A little off topic. Oh. From United States Plays Alone, uh, I found an article from April 23rd. $105 million. If that's the. So it says they make either six cents. They make either six cents. Six to 84 cents per street. So I did it at the oh, back. Back of, to Old Town Road. Of 84. <laughs> yeah. That's why, oh, no, I said off, that's why I said off topic. So from US Streams Alone. 120, $105 million. Holy shit. $105 million. Fuck you, little NASA. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's insane. And that's at the max. So if I do if I do six cents. Simple old math here. One. Oh, shit. I forgot to do the multiplication sign. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Chase, are you in math one? Uh, <laughs> no. I'm not that far down the totem pole. The totem pole. Chase. So that would be 75 million. If he made, if 
from your streams alone, if he made six cents per stream, $75 million. I fucking hate him. Why? That song is like so effortless. But then the thing is, <laughs> exactly. he has to pay Billy Ray. Yeah, but he wasn't on the original. The OG. Yeah, that's true. But that one probably, that, but the uh, Billy Ray Cyrus one's now the number one in the country. And it's 40,000 times better. But I don't necessarily know that he does have to pay him. Why? No, he has to no. pay him. Think about it. It's not a feature. It was a remix that Billy Ray Cyrus did of Lil Nas X's song. Like, you know when like a rapper releases a song? And then like a few months later, it's like Lil Wayne remix or like Future remix or something like that. Cause they those artists wanna hop on and get their own version. No, so featuring Billy Ray. It's featuring? So it's a feature. Okay. So he probably so they had a I would assume they have a contract with Nas's or Billy Ray's record label or something like that. They usually saying like forty K. Saying that That's you usually get what the standard feature goes for. Forty thousand? Forty thousand. Wait, so so he doesn't get paid for how many I think that they get like a stake in royalties, but so Lil Nas X say, doesn't have to pay it out of its pocket. Oh, so okay. With and the way the streams work now, because no one buys CDs as yeah. units anymore, it just goes to Billy Ray Cyrus. You know what's also ass? Fucking taxes. Think about how much money he's losing to taxes. That's the thing. I don't know how we got political about it, and we got into the topic of taxes. Taxes shouted taxes. <laughs> taxes <laughs> suck. Yeah. Bro, I have to get on taxes. You shouted <laughs> taxes. That's he goes, he goes true. Oh, by the way, taxes. How'd we get on taxes? <laughs> we started this podcast off talking about the Bruins and the Blues, and we are talking about taxes right now. I know. I just feel bad. Oh God, for him. this is. It. Think about how much money. <laughs> Don't he's listen losing. to this anymore. He's losing. Okay, uh, fuck this. He's losing so much money. Yeah, boom. Um. All right, back okay. to David Price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can I Let's pose this in. question? How valuable is David Price to the Red Sox? Is he worth keeping? No. He's not that good of a I'd rather have him. a used condom on the mound than David Price. I, I don't I don't know. I would rather have a used How condom. How does he throw? <laughs> it doesn't have arms. Uh, according to uh, the feminist, an embryo is living as soon as it comes out. So he should have arms by the time it's up on the mound. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how this we is our get... first day on Spotify. We're gonna get taken down <laughs> by the end of the night. Oh my god! This is my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, Chase. Thanks for coming on the All podcast. Right, bye. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. Dude, that was awesome. I'm gonna lie. I, I don't know. Have taken that out. What is going through your mind when you think of this? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Christ. Okay. I we're taking that out. All right, back to David Price real quick. <laughs> if it's Again. all right with you. <laughs> is he valuable to the Red Sox? No, not at all. In fact, the only reason that he's valuable... Actually, no, fuck that. He's not valuable at all because he's got $30 million on a contract that needs to get the fuck out of our organization. Cause we're ruining ourselves. Like, I'd rather have who's really shitty. I'd rather have Chase Stafford on the mound. Exactly. But Chase did throw <laughs> six strikeouts against Landmark. It was against Landmark. That, actually, I'm not. JV say baseball. That. Yeah. As I was coaching first base, but that's another conversation. That was a legendary time. game. That was great. That was. A, it was and then fun. I got taken out after the first two innings. Because yeah, Rams we and White beat Landmark. Them too hard. Yeah, I know. And then we played against the world champion chess player on fucking Exeter. Bro, you beat that team like Kareem Hunt's kid. No, I wanted didn't. to talk to that kid. He seemed nice. 
<laughs> Good luck talking to him. The most socially awkward yeah, kid ever. He was really socially awkward. He sneezed and said, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm sorry for the interruption. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> All right, so short answer, David Price not valuable. Fuck him. No. All right, so I think we're good. Let's move on. I think we we got to the point. R.J. Hampton, and this is gonna be this is gonna be bigger than just R.J. Hampton deciding not to play college basketball. But let's start mm-hmm. with R.J. Hampton. Is this is he setting a new precedent in in yes. high school? Oh, excuse me, high school basketball for players to not want to go play college and to mm-hmm. rather go get a year of professional experience overseas. Yeah. Or it seems... Is is that gonna actually, you know... You wanna go first? Yeah, yeah, Well, what, what you do is you look at LaMelo Ball's situation. Okay? He went because he was a little bitch and said, nah, he still is. Chino Hills sucks. Well, that was LaVar's fault. Takes him over to Lithuania. They're fucking terrible. Played like dog shit on a Tuesday in a hot summer weather, okay? Then you bring him back over, go to Spire. You're playing on a great team. But you've got better players around you than you are. You've got LaMelo Ball hyped up just because of what family he's from. Yep. You look at shit like that and you say, this isn't going to work. I really don't think it's going to work at all. It it, it could, though, because he's not LaMelo Ball. He's hyped because he's nasty. But he doesn't have LaVar Ball with him. That's also true, yeah. Because I think LaMelo got so exposed to everything, he's caught up in everything because he's had media around him for probably what a, a solid two years i feel so bad for those least. kids oh my god because they would be dirty basketball players but mm-hmm. everyone hates their dad everyone hates him because of their father yeah because of his father well because of their father they, I mean, can, his they can flat out play basketball his dad's got mad street credit because he's undefeated never lost am i right boys mm-hmm. yeah i will give lamar lamar no lamar lamar, lamar odom yeah lamar odom haha <laughs> Um, LeVar credit because he was he was on the Jets practice squad so that's at least he made it somewhere yeah how long like his kids um what two weeks two weeks was he really on the practice squad for two weeks but still to get that far is pretty good yeah sure okay but he never played yeah you hate to see it folks but you love to watch it but uh to get off the subject of LeVar Ball um R.J. Hampton. R.J. Hampton. Okay. So there was, I think, I think this might just be a new trend that people are doing because they want to make money. Because if they can go and do this overseas, there is a college baseball player. I forget what his name was. He was the Phillies' like top prospect. Yeah. It happened like a week ago. Yeah. He's going overseas for I think six years, and he's making seven million dollars a year, or not seven million a year. He might make seven million over his uh, over the career there. He's a pitcher, right? Yeah. But, like, is that the move across all sports? Because I know the NBA has this rule where you can't come straight out of high school. And a lot of players, for some reason, I guess I kind of get the logic, don't want to play college basketball and don't want to get hurt and don't want to have to go to school if they don't necessarily need to. And they also want to play against better competition because as we go deeper and deeper into, you know, the NBA and college basketball careers... It's the talent is getting mm-hmm. farther and farther away from the NBA as mm-hmm. players are leaving after one year. Now we're going to start to see players not even go to college, and they're starting to just yeah. go overseas to play professionally because you're playing against, you know, 
guys who are in their late 20s and early 30s who have been playing over there for years yeah. and you're getting that exposure and then you come to the NBA and you're like ready versus playing against a bunch of you know scrubby 18 to 19 year old white kids who all just shoot and come off the bench versus you know going to Lithuania or whatever. <laughs> he, uh, hey, he's going to New Zealand, okay? He's going, going to New Zealand. Going, going, to, New Zealand, going to some foreign country and playing basketball. Bro, that's like near that. fucking Australia. Mm-hmm. That is the, good. Time to get good. out the map again. Good. Go. That was good. That was good. Good. Just, good word association. My yeah. But yeah, it's like, is, is this just going to happen to like basketball? Are we just like, I think it's going to happen. Are we going to see no to top high school prospects sports. go to college anymore? Like, yes. Where are they going to get all the college basketball players? Where are they going to get all the college basketball players? It's like D3 players are going to turn into Well, we've D1. really only seen two of these situations in basketball. Okay, we've seen LaMelo. Because I don't think yeah. he's eligible for college anymore, is he? He's not. He can't go. No, he can't go to college. That's and now so we got sucks. RJ Hampton going to play for the New Zealand Breakers. First of all, no one wants to play basketball in fucking Australia. Uh, there's that. What is Australia? It's not a real place. <laughs> it's like the desert. Moon, non-existent. But um, it's, it's not worth it. I mean, I don't think it's worth watching New Zealand basketball. I'd rather watch March Madness for four weeks. Exactly. What, like, I, I dream, I don't play basketball, never have. I, like, dr- not dream about, but, like, when you're watching March Madness, like, I'm thinking, like, how cool would this be? Yeah. You've got, like, your student section behind you cheering you on, and you're in some, like, bumfuckville in the East Regional, whatever, but you're playing against, like, Duke, or you're playing against, like, UCF, or yeah. Syracuse, whoever it may be. And you're, you've got people betting on you in their brackets, and you're on the road to the national championship. And for two and a half weeks, life just kind of stops, and everybody is watching March Madness. It's unlike any other sport. You've got kids. We, in class, had projected March Madness on the board. You've got people at their desks in their office watching these games. Now, you know, technology is advancing. You can watch like five games at once and everyone's doing it. You can watch your bracket at the same time. Like, why would you not want to be a part of that? Why would you want to go to New Zealand where you don't know anybody? You like, like, I'm sorry, but like, I can't stand the fact that players go overseas to play just because the fact that life is so different. Like in NBA 2K this year, when they make your player go and play in China, I hated that. Yeah. The announcers are like speaking in Chinese and you can't understand them. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're in your apartment, the fire alarm's going off and people are screaming at you in Chinese. It seems like hell. Yeah. Like people can't understand a word you're saying. You can't understand a word they're saying. Why would you not just want to go live it up in college for a year? You don't need to worry about an education because you're gone after a year. And like go win a national championship. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> not even that, but the coaching in college. You've got these iconic coaches. You got Coach Cake and Sean Kalapari. Patrick Ewing is coaching at Georgetown. He is. You've got these people that are coaching these Penny teams. Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. He's coaching in uh, Memphis, he- right? Memphis. You've got all these iconic coaches. Did you say BC? No, I oh. did not say BC. I thought I heard BC. I was like, what? But all right, anyway. All this coaching talent you go to play in fucking New Zealand? Yeah, like, why? What is wrong with you? Why? Holy shit. But why? Why would you want to do that? So he can fuck sheep all day. Do they have sheep in New yes. Zealand? Yes. Is that a known fact? Yes. Look it up. Picks have or a lot it didn't of happen. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> Let's see it. Like, I want to read this. What do you this like? Where's new? Like I, I know it's like it's, it's to the yeah. right of us. Like what do they do there? I just want to know when the people look there, through this history. How many sheep do they have in New Zealand? Twenty sheep for every single person. 
Let me see. 20 sheep per person. That's like a It thing. has fallen to about seven sheep for every one person. All right, or so RJ Hampton's just going to be chilling in New Zealand with about, a bunch of sheep around. Or about 30 million shooting, sheep. Shooting a pumpkin at like a, a milk crate taped onto a barn, just like hey, he's getting the reps throwing them up. Gotta get reps in. Like, there's like this thing on Comedy Central. It's like Larry Bird learning how to shoot. Have you seen that? I've seen that. Where his back is broke. He's got like pumpkins. He's like tossing them up yeah, at the barn. He's he like. Yeah, he's like. Over, over there, like, he's throwing a fucking volleyball over yes. like that. It's going to be like that versus, like, training in, like, a number one facility at Duke and, like, skipping out on classes. You've got, like, you're sponsored by Nike. You've got these, like, nice balls. You're getting, like, shoe deals when you get to the NBA. And the rivalries, like, Duke-UNC. Yes. That game. I can't even name you a rivalry in New Zealand. Like, New Zealand goats versus the bigger goats. Like, I can't even name two teams from New Zealand. I know I the breakers from one. this news story. <laughs> but that's it. No one gives a rat's ass. The New Zealand national team. And the oh. New Zealand cricket team. Don't they play rugby? Yeah, there's. I think they're really good at rugby. The All Blacks. Yeah. My dad's company sponsors them. Really? Shout out AIG, shout out Ronald Willette, by the way. They also sponsor uh, Manchester City. Is that what it is? Or Manchester United? Man U. Man U. Man oh, United. Yeah. yeah, you know the AIG. That's uh, that's Ronnie's company. That's Big Ron right there. <laughs> big Ron. <laughs> Instead of Big Nav, it's Big Ron. Little Ron X. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> it God. It gets cringier and that's cringier by the second. Oh, my God. That was terrible. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. All right. So now talking about what what does this mean for college basketball? And I kind of started to talk about this. Is the talent just they're gonna, gonna suck? lose money? They're gonna lose a lot of money. Are the players just gonna be like bad? It's gonna be like <laughs> I think it's gonna be like D three players. If if people keep going overseas, it's gonna be D three players. D three go move up to D two. D two goes to D one, and then eventually when everyone has the opportunity, it's gonna be like. The quality that uh, or the level of play that D three is now will if will become D one. But don't you just love to watch yourself some Division three college basketball? Yes, that really gets me going. Oh my favorite! <laughs> Solid Division three basketball on a Tuesday night, really. Bro, I just really oh, want to watch the UMass <laughs> Lowell basketball team play. <laughs> Are they D one? No, they're <laughs> like D three. They might be D two, honestly. There's no chance in hell. Is there even a D two? I don't even know. There's a D2 for some, but not all. They're D1 for football, are they? Right? What? No, UMass no, Amherst, UMass Amherst. Oh, Amherst is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lowell. Never mind. I forgot, the, I forgot it's a whole branch. Never mind. I forgot about that. God. But, like, the there's, like, players in college basketball. Like, what would Duke have been without Zion and R.J. Barrett? One second. UMass Lowell was in D1. Yeah. For basketball. Real? Wait. That should basketball. Happen. Really? <laughs> UMass Lowell Riverhawks, my favorite mascot, of course. Men's Division One. Who the hell do they play? They UMass must get, Amherst. They're getting fucking <laughs> clapped. Oh, they must. This reminds me of uh, like, there's so many. Same thing for football. There's a bunch of no-name schools that are in D1, like uh, Boston it, College. Well, they they were <laughs> no, good for their name. Yeah, but um, I think it was. God. It was in uh, one of the NCAA football games, like NCAA 13. I'd always play against them because they With were With RG3 on the cover? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Baylor. Yeah, because yep. they were all, I think this team was like all D minuses rated because they had it from, I think from an F to a uh, to an A plus scale. So I think it was North Texas Christian University or something NTCU. like that. You've never heard yeah. of them? 
<laughs> Wait, you don't Are you guys kidding me? I'm a diehard. <laughs> Dude, I was dirty at that game. I create, you know how you can like make your own high yeah. school? Yeah. I made like my town's high school, Marblehead yeah. High. Shout out Marblehead, by the way. Um, I made their high school. Hey, I they made don't myself know like, a, like a really tall wide receiver and I was dirty. I got offers from like Oregon and everybody turned them all down. At the last second, I got an offer. I got an offer from like some obscure school, and I took it. It was like Southern New Mexico, Northern Mexico State. I took it, played one year, got a ton of numbers, and then transferred. Wait, you got an offer from SNMS? <laughs> no Southern way, New bro. Mexico State. <laughs> yes, this is yes University of North Texas. This is the school I was thinking of. Yes, University UNT of baby. North <laughs> Right I personally down. committed to SCLSU, uh, you know, Southern Central Louisiana State University. Southern <laughs> Central Louisiana State. All right, this isn't on the... Yeah, like... We we're weren't going to talk about this, but... See, yeah, they, it was the school I was thinking of. I'm so happy. Oh, congratulations. I, I want to hey. talk... Let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, I want to talk about it briefly. Is anyone, like college softball fan you and i talked about this yeah shit. i uh, college softball is uh, really exciting <coughs> i will say that exciting are you yes. not a fan i'm not a fan really this no. is also coming from i'm just thinking about this fan. we're talking about sec schools and that's like a big down yeah big down there. florida i think i've i think i've watched florida bama all the way by bama. the way eight seed that's my team yeah but anyway yeah um i find college softball to be really exciting it is why is it like like carp said so, yeah, it's it's not something that I'm like, okay, well, it is this week because it's the playoffs and I like know when the they're playing. The off season for a it's softball. Season. They it better is. get Yoff Alabama's bullets. playing Oklahoma, 8 o'clock Thursday night. If they don't Boom. get Yoff bullets, I'm pissed. But like I was saying, it's not one of those sports where you're like, oh, sick. This is on it this time. I'm going to record it and watch it because I'm a huge fan of this sport. It's like... You're flipping through, you yeah. know, the Stanley Cup Finals is on a break. The NBA Finals is on a break. You're like, what's what sports are on TV? Yeah. ESPN two, college softball, and you're like, mm -hmm. sick. That's the same. That's Let's like what that's it. what Carp said in the car yesterday. Yeah, and you watch it, and it's mm -hmm. mad entertaining. Yeah. Are we forgetting about professional cornhole? That's true. Professional college cornhole. College cornhole. That's not a thing. Nope, it is. Jacksonville no. State won it this year. No way college cornhole is a thing. Nope. Jacksonville State beat, like, Oklahoma. Alabama was the defending national champions. That, dude, those guys watched it. sink everything. Yeah, oh, my God, no. This it's, guy who was on the winning team, it was Jacksonville State, I think, right? Oh, my God. They have. I told you. They have. Ferulo and I are fans. We're huge fans. Cornhole. They do have college cornhole. No, they do. It's really sad what they do. Jacksonville State. This guy, he wore oh. headphones the whole time. He was throwing straight diesel. He had sunglasses and headphones. He was just chucking them and he was sinking them the whole way and jacksonville state won the national championship bro, swear to god bro do they have a shop i'm buying a jersey <laughs> i want a pro they're all jersey. sponsored by johnsonville steaks yes by johnsonville sausages sausage yeah steak yeah. sausage same thing yes it's, it's not yes. that it's There's, not they're that. also sponsored by <laughs> double tree as well as visit myrtle beach oh it's because it was in myrtle beach okay but that might going back going back to the softball thing <laughs> like it's not one of those sports that I'm religiously watching. It's not a highlight-worthy sport, but right. it's a really good but it's, sport to it's watch. It's entertaining to watch, and when it comes down to like playoff time, they get into it. Like oh, The fans are like rowdy. It's like huge atmosphere. <laughs> down in Oklahoma City is where they're having the championship this mm -hmm. year. It's like 
it's it's a sight to see. Okay. So, so I'm pulling for Bama. That's the prediction. Bama in how many? Wait, is it a prediction or is it a spoiler? It's not a spoiler. It's just a prediction. It's just a prediction. Oh. I don't care that much for it to be a so spoiler. So far, out of the top 100, there are three people from Massachusetts. In the program. Wait, wait, wait. Go to Robert Thomas's wiki page. Who's that? The guy that tore a gate. They put his death. Really? No, they didn't. They did. No, they did not. Yeah, Born they did. July. No, but no, go to his Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, that's. It's, go to the that's bottom. Wikipedia. Death. 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 Sadly. Oh my God. <laughs> One sec. One sec. Let's read this. <clears throat> Sadly, Robert Thomas was killed by Tory Krug on May 27th, 2019. Representing the St. Louis Blues in the Stanley Cup Finals, Thomas was completely destroyed by a helmetless Krug. Many NHL players have turned to the media to share their condolences and sympathies. Thomas's family has not yet spoken to the media on when his funeral will be held. His funeral is going to be held after game four when the Bruins sweep him. <laughs> Bruins in four, baby! Let's go! Dude, they actually put his death in. My goodness. They did. That's unreal. All right, let's screenshot that right now. Command they called it. They, they titled it Stanley Cup Finale, though. Command? Oh, it's they, Command Shift 4. They typed it. Um, finale. So I'm a little disappointed in them. Docking points. You hate to see it, folks, but he you love for to the... watch it. Oh, that's Thomas with the Bulldogs. Oh, so this is his rookie season? Maybe. Yeah. What a what a way to end your Look at died. T D Garden, Boston. Did they just put it? That's there. Yeah, I screenshotted it. If you go to the Wikipedia page, it. it says born and it's his birthday and then died. It's just T D Garden, Boston. Courtesy of your I don't see died. Phone. I just see born. Here. Look, 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 look. Right here. Let me show you. Oh, you're on. Well, you're not on his wiki page. I was just on his wiki page. Died at TD Garden, Boston. Let me show you. I know where it is. It's down here. I was just thinking, no, what'd you do? I didn't I was do just, anything. I, I, had screen, I had screenshotted it. I was on his wiki page. Yeah. Born. I don't have died. What? It says death. Well. No, I have the death down here. Yeah, but it, it says died at TD Garden. Oh, wait, it's gone. Yeah. Do they already remove it? I think they just removed it. Let me check. Big. Yeah. Yep, they removed it. We got there. Thank God just we screenshotted time, it. folks. Oh my God, that was like lightning reflexes on that. I That's Who told you? I saw it on a Big Bad Bruins. Shout out to Big Bad Bruins fan page. They, uh, they just posted about it, so. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's like the best thing that's ever happened. Um, yeah, does anyone else have any, like, hard topics they want to talk about? I'm not hard topics. Oh! <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Like, just like, you know, big stuff. Uh, we already covered the headlines earlier on. We did Stanley Cup Finals, talked David Price, talked RJ Hampton, NCAA basketball. We briefly touched on softball. I gave you my prediction. Um, I actually, like, like my high-key, do a whole softball podcast for, like, a bracket recap or bracket preview. All right, I'm gonna start watching do it. I'll watch. Phil, mm -hmm. you want to do a bracket challenge? Am I feeling a watch party live stream? Yeah, Thursday night watch party live stream. <laughs> I'm so ready. For the Alabama Everyone wear your favorite here. college jerseys, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull up in a Reggie Bush USC jersey. <laughs> nah, I, like my, my, I like my Adrian Peterson one. That's my favorite. From, from Is where? it a belt? Um, I forget where he went. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I am very fond of my Aaron Hernandez jersey. That's good. You have one? No, I want. I I wanted to. I wanted to. I thought you were gonna say I want. Oh, where my I want one so bad, just because it'd be so funny. Yeah, that would be funny. 
Am shit. I feeling the all cop Aaron Hernandez Florida jerseys? <laughs> I, I, I Florida jerseys. Bro, that's where he was. No, that's no, he played with Tim Tebow. Oh, the dynamic duo Tebow. Tim Hernandez. Tebow plays double A baseball. He's. I thought he's in AAA. Didn't he get called up? Did he get called up? He hit his first home run in his career the other day. No, he did not. He had home runs before. No. No, he dick slapped, bro. Tim Tebow. Remember how big Tim Tebow was? Animal. Absolute animal. No, do, like, do you remember how big he was? Big? Like, like of a name. Oh, oh God, my God. Yeah. And, like, he plays triple-A baseball now. Yeah, he's Talking about triple-A? He got in a fight a day ago. That's on hilarious. the On the subject of Mark Savard and people falling from grace and Tim Thomas, Tim Tebow may have had the biggest fall from grace. But he's he's fine now. But he's still playing. Your- no, I mean, this is no, his no, fault no, from grace. No, fine financially. I didn't finish. Oh yeah, no, we're not talking about not finance. Just oh, like yeah. just like being popular. Yeah. And like being he a was, household. He was. He did. Didn't he? And he. I thought he announced like the college. No, not the college draft. He's gonna announce it. The N- He announced the NFL draft. I thought like three years he's ago. Doing, he is doing. He's an analyst stuff. on ESPN. He is really. I couldn't not do it. But are we forgetting about Tebow's pass in overtime? Like, let's be real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor little fellow. He tried his best. Poor little fella. Well, I feel bad for people like that. Like Tim Tebow, Mark yeah. Tebow. No, Tebow. I feel bad for Tim Tebow. Like, dude, you suck. I don't feel bad for Tim Thomas. He's a people who idiot. try to switch sports. That he was like the first of our generation to do that. Bo Jackson, though. No, yeah, of our generation. generation. <laughs> Bo Jackson was washed up long before you and I were. Bo born. Jackson was so good. Yeah, he was. was. Yeah. You yeah, see that commercial he did for the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's that little robot. He's like, why don't we get multi-sport athlete Bo Jackson to be our spokesperson? And then Bo Jackson shows up and he has like a mermaid. And it's like the stupidest commercial ever. That's sick. But did it make millions? I'm sure it did. Did they pay millions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know how many people saw <laughs> Bo made. Jackson and they're like, boom, I gotta buy that vacuum. I have to go. Sold! It was for, um... What's the, is it, I it's robot? not Cricket Mobile. No, it was. Oh, a, it was for. I thought. Oh, I thought you said it was for. A no, bike. it was Boost Mobile. I don't fucking know. Really? Jackson Cricket Super Wireless. Mobile. It was a phone company, I think. Moto. Proto Moto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, because I I remember Sprint. that. Ad. It was oh, Sprint. It was for Sprint. Oh, thank God! If it was Cricket Mobile, that's how far Bo Jackson. Look, let's fall. play it. Cricket Wireless. Cricket. I wonder who said. Oh damn! Multi-sport we, athlete look, Bo Jackson. I got. I better switch to sprint. How about we get two sport legend Bo Jackson? That like creepy Holding little robot. A playing a guitar. And a bird horse. Now that really makes me want to switch. Here's to the sad thing. Here's the sad thing. I'm gonna open your eyes for a second. Someone like wrote that. Yeah. Wrote that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A oh, no. team of writers sat down and was like. Wait, so we're going to have this little robot with a creepy voice go, let's get two-sport athlete Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's going to show up in his pads. And with a gonna, baseball bat. With a baseball bat. And a mermaid. Bat, and a mermaid. And a pegasus. And a freaking keytar. Like, so, like, people this wrote This is going that. to be a hit. <laughs> people wrote that and were like, oh, guys, this is it. <laughs> like, that's the sad that's, thing. We've it's hit the commercial million life for that to go on the air. Like, it was one of the first Super Bowl commercials, too, that aired this year. Like, like, what's running? I thought the head? Super Bowl was very same thing with that. They Have you ever seen that meme? It's like the mall commercial where she's like, boots and pants. And yeah, oh, I love that. People, haircut, <laughs> new shoes, new shoes. 
Bad He's like, Dad, I'm going to bet $30 that the people who wrote those commercials were on LSD or some shit. No, yeah, but that's not. the sad thing is like, for the mall one, people like got together and were like, guys, guys, that. guys, this is how we're going to get people to come to our mall. You we're going to make this stupid sign where you go, boots and pants and You know what's scary? Like people were like, let's do that. And they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. That's, that's a good idea. You know what's scary? People put thought into Amy <laughs> Schumer's routines. Let that sink in. Amy Schumer. Wait, Someone sat at a desk and wrote her routine. What routine? Her comedy, comedy routine. routine. Well, uh, I want okay. to call her comedy, okay? <laughs> I want to call her comedy. Have you seen her do comedy before? No. I think she's kind of funny in movies. I hate you. <laughs> but that's not coming from her mind. That's someone writing her comedy. Yeah. She probably writes her own comedy. Why am I? I'm not spacing Amy Schumer's in Trainwreck, right? Yes. That's who I'm thinking know. of. I'm yeah. not just funny a in that movie. Should we have a Mo come? No. Okay. No offense to <laughs> a Mo. If, if you're listening, man. Yeah, it's Amy Schumer who I'm thinking of. Trainwreck. Funny movie. With LeBron James, where LeBron James is like the guy's friend. And he's like a he's like a he's not he's he's LeBron James, but he's like a he's like a chill guy. It's funny. Great movie. Um Yeah, so why don't you like Amy Schumer? She's Amy Schumer. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> all it takes. <laughs> simple stuff, Brendan. Come on. <laughs> We've been given some pretty simple answers on the uh, on the yeah. cast today. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? We're really just we're in the we're, we're in the home stretch. We can just throw yeah. it out there. I love it. Anything. It doesn't have to be sports related. Let's just. All right. Thoughts on thoughts. Welcome back uh, <laughs> today. <laughs> We'll be discussing Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> and why she reminds me of Moto Moto. Moto uh, Moto. To start, they are both the, big and chunky. <laughs> the person in the big and chunky song. What's, why am I dense? What is it? Oh my god. You're denser than me and I weigh 200 pounds. Hell yeah, bro. What? This is a rhino. Yeah. What is it's this big thing? and chunky. It's Have from Madagascar. Yeah, that's Moto Moto. <laughs> what? This is new information. Yeah. It's hey, look, it's your buddy. Ah, it's Sal. Oh, <laughs> Sal Volcano. <laughs> All what right. Is, what does he do? Impractical Jokers. Okay. Yeah. Hell of a show. Um, I I don't watch it that much. I don't watch. I don't watch any TV. I'm. Oh, uh, what do you do? Big, do you have big a YouTube life? guy. I YouTube. feel that. Yeah. Like YouTube. YouTube and Netflix is a shit. Yeah. Like that's all I watch. Not YouTube bread. I don't Netflix pay show. for YouTube. You. What do you watch on Netflix? Office. I'm a big office guy. Thank you. I don't watch anything on Are you on Jim or Pam in this series between the Blues and the Jim. <gasps> Jim. Yeah, I'm a Jim guy, of course. But if I have to relate with anyone, it'd have to be Kevin. Kevin's your guy? Kevin's Mr. Baumgartner. Dude, I'm huge on Creed. Creed Bratton, the most underrated, underrated character. Underrated character. Because of the student. What's your favorite Creed line? Oh. Hey, uh. Didn't know everyone dressed up for Halloween. Neither did I. He's got blood all over his shirt. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. That's, That's really, really good timing. You know what my favorite line is? When they're all telling secrets, or not secrets, Michael spreads the rumors and he goes up to Jim and uh, Pam. And he's like, he's like, did one, of you, did one of you guys tell Stanley that I have asthma? And then it cuts to the talking head of him. And he's like, he's like, if this gets out, they won't let me scuba. And if I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? <laughs> That's the best line. No, of uh, the in show. the 60s, I had sex with many women, many often hits. outdoors. It's possible. And it's possible a man slipped in. There was no way of telling. 
such an underrated character if on you, the if show. If you listen to like, oh, when they're playing the murder game and he walks in, he's like, hey boss, all right, we go, so, there's there been, been a murder. murder. He goes, great, let me just settle in and I'll be with you. He goes, very good. He just runs out to his car. <laughs> Drives away. Creed is good. Um, who, who's your least favorite character? From any season? Yeah. Nelly. Yeah, Nelly in the beginning, but then I liked her in the end when she started driving with Pam and they became Yeah, like that got okay. And she and then she became Gabe. like a regular cast. Gabe's a bitch. Gabe's funny, but he's a bitch. No, no, no. No, the best line. Hey, uh, Pete, you like music? Yeah, I like music. <laughs> All kinds he of music. He calls him Peter. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> oh, yeah? Even music from the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan? He's like, Aaron, you Aaron! He goes, so what kind of music are you into, Peter? I love when they bring him back and he's like, hello, my beautiful. <laughs> hello, beautiful. And then he's like, didn't you guys used to do it? He goes, we certainly did. <laughs> oh, my God. Then there's another character. You got Aaron. Aaron, I'm not really a fan of at first, but, like, you, you when get she into turned it. hot. Yes, game changer. Yeah, game changer. When the second time around when she started dating Andy, when they come back yeah. from Florida, her hair's a lot redder. Yeah. What She's about, like, she looks different. Yeah. What about D'Angelo Jeremetrius Vickers? I thought he got a bad rep, like as a, a bad rap as an actor, because they were gonna have him be the new boss, and they voted him off the show. The yeah. fans. Because they didn't like him. I would have loved to see that. Oh my god, what's that? I love the best lot when he's like passing out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and he's allergic. And D'Angelo was like, he's like, you get people all in the air. And then he goes, do you know what happens when I get, when I have peanuts? Get really bad in my ass. <laughs> and, he goes, and Jim's like, wait, you don't die or anything? He goes, no, Jim. Not everything's he goes, I want to feel comfortable in my own body. He goes, last time I got a peanut allergy, I missed the OJ trial. Had to read about it in the paper like an idiot. And then he goes, he, he's like, Kevin. And then he throws him one. He like knocks it down with the piece of paper. No, Kevin catches it in his mouth. Yeah, he catches it in his mouth. He throws it to Oscar. He's like, Oscar. And then throws it. And then D'Angelo just knocks the shit out of it. <laughs> Bro, D'Angelo was basically the reincarnation to Kevin Matumbo with peanut butter sandwiches. I liked Andy early on when he when they were in Stamford and he would like rage and they would all play COD. Call of Duty. <laughs> in the Stamford branch where Josh is their the boss. Stamford branch was the shit. What about Tony? Do you remember Tony? Fat Tony. Tony Gardner. They make him get on the... Uh, Tony, get the up thing. on the table. Michael, He's, I can't do that. He goes, no, no, come no, on, come on. on. You ready? Well, boost you on three. No, Michael, I just, I don't, come on, come on, come on. I don't think you I know, can. I can't, I, I can't do it. <laughs> he goes, let go of me. <laughs> it's such a good show. I love when they're trying to figure out who the felon is. Oh, and it's the Martin, black guy. It's Kevin, Martin. what if it's Martin? <laughs> he goes, that's no, racism. that's racism, Kevin. Damn it. <laughs> uh, looks like Jen. Uh, looks like it is Martin. See, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> prison Mike. That's what. <laughs> it's Prison Mike. No, the worst thing about prison was. up against the wall, me out. No, the worst thing about prison was the Dementus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was the food like in prison, Prison Gruel. Mike? Gruel. <laughs> Lots of gruel. <laughs> I guess in the past I have been a little abrupt with people. <laughs> Not maybe, yes or no. Are you Are from you another planet? Boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. Did I stutter? <laughs> And then Michael's like, here's your wheelchair. Here you go. I'm not sitting in a wheelchair. <laughs> and then, I'm going to die. <laughs> I love one of their, um, oh, I watched this one recently. Oh, what was it? Oh, um, oh, that's early on. 
Well, okay, so the first one when he was like, they were talking about all the um, like the sexual references oh. in the office. He's like, he's like, what about Stanley? You know that picture. You know that hot picture on your wall gets me going in the Catholic girls uniform. <laughs> That is my daughter. She, she goes, goes to, to Catholic, Catholic girl, girl school. <laughs> he has so many funny lines. Stanley's an underrated character. Again, like... Stan- Florida Stanley was my favorite. Oh. <laughs> he was like, me and my friend are new here in town. <laughs> they pulled up me and my friend are new here in town. You want to go grab cocktails downtown? <laughs> um, though, my favorite episode of all time, probably. Maybe not of all time. Threat Level Midnight. Oh my god, I've got a sticker on my computer. Michael Scarn is my hero. Really? Love Michael Scarn. Oh my god. I love how um they're like when when it's golden face, the short little midget who's friends with Ryan and Daryl, they all stand up with the guns and he takes the panty off the wall and he goes to hit him with it, Daryl like walks Pushes his into head through it and then sits down. Oh. And then they just start <laughs> That was so funny. That <sighs> movie is the, the Scarn. The Everybody do the Scarn! You jump to the right the and shake that gay. Then I'm, I'm the, the biggest queer, queer on earth. <laughs> it's so good. The it's it's the best show. All right, my my least favorite character, Phyllis. What I love really? Phyllis. She's like an upfront bitch. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like her. <laughs> I, I don't like her <laughs> at all. No, close your mouth. You look like a trout. That was such a good one. I hate that line. Love it. I love how she's like she like tries to like throw. I hate how she, she like tries to throw shade. But she's like weak. Yeah. And she I mean, was like, close your mouth, sweetie. You look like a trap. Yeah, but she's so essential to it because she found Dwight and Angela when Toby was going away. That's true. And then she just blackmails Angela for the next month. Yeah. And then Andy finds out. Oh, God. Oh, and the Nard Dog. Oh, that's another one of my favorite scenes when Angela Tattoo? has. No. Yes, that's but good, no. Though. When Angela has all the the creatures from like Noah's Ark out or whatever, like or whatever that scene yeah. is in Jesus is yeah, Noah's Ark. No, it's not Noah's Ark. It's, just it's like something. The birth of Jesus. No, it wasn't the birth of Jesus. No, it wasn't. There were it was like shit. there were like camels and Jesus oh. was like big. Oh, he was oh, tall. Okay. But anyway, they're like camels and like she goes, manger. she goes, you're not gonna keep those out for the party, are you? And she goes, it's the there's there's a word for it. It's like it's the seed of life or something. It's like a big religious. I'm not that. She really has that <laughs> yeah, let's go get him. But anyway, and then she was like, you can keep this, 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 because it's Moroccan theme. Yeah. And then she, like, shoves everything else, and then they pan to Andrew. Oh, she She's shoved like, it into a drawer, didn't she? Yeah, she goes, I don't care that Phyllis just shoved all those pieces into the drawer, but there's one man who does. Oh, no, she goes, I don't care that Phyllis is, you know, ruining Christmas. And she goes, but there's one man who does. And Phyllis just shoved him into, into a drawer. drawer. <laughs> no, most underrated scene in office history. Gabe is dressed as Lady Gaga. Kevin I just watched that scene. You see Fuck Michael you, and Dwight. <laughs> Michael and Dwight walk in. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> You're going over my head and behind my back. Was, and I'm, I'm just sorry, sick Michael. of it. Michael, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> what, did you, what did you mind me to do? And he Michael, starts crying. <laughs> I was trying to help him with some cool Lady Gaga moves that he wanted to do. Okay. And there was this and one move where she powers down like a robot. robot. <laughs> okay, just don't let it happen again. You think I'm going to let this happen again? again? No, no way, Jose! <laughs> and then he just turns around and he's like, Fuck you, Gabe. <laughs> That's the most relatable scene of all time. Just fuck you, Gabe. <laughs> It's so good, but so bad at the same time. Um, what's another one? 
where Pam and Michael are gonna fight, and like Michael goes over to Toby. <laughs> Michael goes to Toby, and he's like, "Hey, how are you?" And like Toby's on his side, and he goes over to Pam. And he's like, "Pam, maybe you should like go home for the rest of the day." And Pam's like, "What? Well, can't fight your own battles?" He's like, "I can fight my own battles." And then like she tells him that he's not leaving. She's like, "Tell Michael I'm not leaving." And my, uh, pa- uh, Toby walks over to Michael. He's like, "Buddy, I don't think she's leaving." He's like, "All right, you're a jackass. Get out of here." It's so, so funny. They just turn on Toby every five so seconds. So fast. Toby makes a comment. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I mean, just like every single time you walk into a room. <laughs> oh, there's. Poor Toby. I'm trying Poor to think. Guy. There's like so many goods. <laughs> what? I like it when Dwight Toby. teaches them how to give birth. Oh, oh my god, the watermelon with the butter. It's slippery. That was so good. Oh, then, oh my god, what is then, that? And then butter. When he drives around. You need to mark it. <laughs> and then uh, I, this might be the same episode. I think it's in like the first or second season. It's early on, but because they have the baby cause, shower. Yeah, because Michael's old girlfriend comes along. Is it his old girlfriend, right? Jan, the baby. Jan, and then the yeah. real estate agent, right? Yeah, they're both Carol. there. Yeah. And so she comes by, and they they have the baby shower for her and everything, and they buy her the stroller, and she's like a thousand dollar stroller, and Dwight just takes it out, ties it to the back of his car, and says. Some bull, I don't even know. And he's like, let's see what this can withstand. It's hard. And he drags it around the whole campus, crashing it into, oh, God. So if it was Holly, crashes it around fire. the whole campus. It was, it was Holly. It was. Because so I remember she was like, it yeah. was like a member of the, it was Holly's first go around. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, it was a good episode. Another great one is when Michael fakes suicide. <laughs> Michael, Attention, what's blue collar workers. <laughs> Michael, what's wrong? Oh, my life. <laughs> the stress of my, my modern body. office has put me into a depression. <laughs> depression? Isn't that, that just, just a, a fancy word, word for feeling, feeling bummed out? out? Dwight, you, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm laughing a, like a weirdo today because I lost my voice and I can't oh, laugh. My voice is like gone. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. No, Creed. That's not actually how ha, it ha. No, Creed goes, hey, there's a bouncy castle there. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... Oh my god, he's, he's gonna, gonna jump. kill himself. He's gonna kill himself while pretending to kill himself. <laughs> I lo- no, I love when they stop halfway through and he's like, Dwight, where are the warehouse workers? He goes, I didn't think you needed them for this part. He goes, go get them, please. Runs in. Attention, blue collar workers. workers. They all come out. And then he goes, Michael's on the roof and he's acting strange. And then they start it over again. And Jim's like, you know, first act was a little choppy, but I think they really hit their stride during the second act. He goes, I might yeah. even bring my parents tomorrow for intermission. It's so funny. Oh, my life. <laughs> no, then, like, everyone, Michael's on the roof and he's acting strange. Can I be too hot in a long sleeve tee? Okay. No, you'll but be fine. Everything you'll be wearing. Well, well, Do I need Stanley, a sweater? Stanley, should I keep my jacket on? <laughs> no, really, it's beautiful. <laughs> no, really, it's beautiful. I like when, um,. At the end, when Pam's like, I have a present for you, but you have to come down and get it. And he's like, Dwight, look at it. He's like, Dwight, see what the present is. It's a B690 <laughs> Chinese robot. No, I didn't saw the present. Pam wants the he, present. He goes, I don't see any presents. She might be bluffing. <laughs> it's such a good show. The Michael that, Scott's fun run for the... Michael <laughs> Scott's done Ripley's Crit. And Matthew Barmore is celebrity rabies on race for the kicker. What'd you say? Michael <laughs> Scott's done Ripley's Crit. And celebrity rabies fun run pro Fun run... Shit! Damn it! Okay, <laughs> done with that. Yeah, that's a great episode. It's, it's a banger because then you, you got Andy with the chafing nipples. Yeah, that's a thing. Like yeah, yeah. yeah Kevin just in his work clothes because he got shorts, dripping in sweat, literally fucking drenched. I love the guys who like take the cab. Yeah, it was it was Stanley, 
Was it Stanley Creed and Oscar? Was it Oscar? Yes, it was Oscar. The big O. The big O. Remember, Creed, Creed uh, 61 plus division. You're 61. <laughs> I'll be 62 in October. <laughs> Remember, Creed, I'm 31. Well, I'll be 31 in October. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be 31 in October. When um, they're talking about the bar, and he's like, what's the crowd like? Our age, Danny? <laughs> Danny Cordray makes like five appearances in the show. Yeah, but he never got fired. No, that's on like what happened like to Danny Cordray. They like mentioned him in like the last episode. Michael's last Dundies, nine oh million nine hundred forty-six thousand minutes. I always skip over Goodbye Michael and Goodbye the Blood Drive. Those are the two episodes I always skip over when I go through. Wait, what's the second one you said? Blood Drive. Oh, that's such a cringy episode. I don't. A, it's cringy, and B, I don't like needles. Oh shit, bro! <laughs> so like watching him like that, I'm not just a not a fan. Guy. You're a big needle guy. But that no, is, I said, I said not a big needle guy. No, I don't really care. Which there's, is ironic. There's not. Why is that ironic? That is Inside when Kevin. Jokes. <laughs> that's when Kevin meets his girlfriend though. If really and then in that. Cafe Disco, we see Kevin and his girlfriend making out in the corner yeah. as everyone else is doing the YMCA. <laughs> I found a plot failure the other day. You know when they're deciding between who should be manager between Michael and Jim? When, Such a good episode. When yeah. it turns over to Saber. Sabre. Sabre. <laughs> That's the best thing. Thunder Rifflin and Sabre. Shirt Saber. Sabre. Gabe like puts the phone down while they're still going after they mess up. No, but um, when they're like, Pam finds out there's no cap on commissions for salesmen. And Oscar's like, oh, I might become a salesman myself. And Mike was like, why? Is there an open gay market in sales that I don't know about? And he's like, no, Saber doesn't have a cap on commissions. When he says that, a few episodes later, Jim hit his commission, commission cap, cap and like, did the audiobook thing. So if they didn't have a cap on commissions, like two episodes later, he hit his commission cap. But here's what they say. They say that they just put the commission cap in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I missed that. That pisses me off, though. Yeah, because it's like, is it little things like that? Are you sure they say they just put it in? I think Gabe said it. Oh, okay. Fuck Gabe. <laughs> I love what, when he's like, listen up, you gay bastard. <laughs> he's on the phone and Jim comes in. And he's like, hey, Gabe, I just want to thank you. Turn around. He's like... <laughs> Oh my god, such a good show, honestly. The Office, what a show. Yeah, but Creed, hella underrated. You guys watch Trailer Park Boys? Anyone Trailer Park Boys? No. no. Y'all gotta get into that. I'm big Narcos and... That's um, what I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start Narcos this summer. I start Narcos Mexico. It's the spin-off, not spin-off, it's what they're calling season four. It's the Mexico version. Start it? And they did start that. Instead of regular It comes first. It's like really? Star Wars where it goes out of order. Oh. This happens like 20 years before Pablo Escobar, and it's in Mexico. Start that. All 10 season, all ten episodes are out now. They're coming out with the season two this summer. And I would start that first and then go to the Pablo Escobar, because there's some things you won't get. After final, Which is weird, because Narcos... Gonna, yeah. I'm just going to be in bed. <laughs> After, I think for like the first week. I study to Narcos all. Really? I keep Narcos. It's like relaxing to hear because they have like Spanish sit sitar music in the back and all the Spanish people talking. They're speaking Spanish. There's something about it. It's like ASMR. You guys big ASMR people. I know. Fucking hate it. Unless, I love it's Joey's, ASMR. unless it's Joey's World Tour, I'm not watching it. Dude, I, I listen to, uh... to ASMR. I like, I can't, I can sleep, but I don't follow, like I, I 
like self-discipline, don't sleep as early as I should. You know what I'm saying? Like once I go to bed, I'll be on my phone for like two and a half hours and yeah, then it's really? like 1 a.m. Yeah, like I can never just be like, all right, going to bed. That's so I, I like listen to ASMR and fall asleep accidentally. Do you listen night. to stuff like this though? Oh yeah. Not this the is mouth what, shit. This is what, so I, so me and then Alex Avarian, we were at Fonzie's house. And so in his basement, he has surround sound. So oh, we I put know. bass boosted pickle ASMR All right, you can get at 100% volume <laughs> at two in the morning and woke him up with bass boosted pickle ASMR. Do you know how unsettling that is? I have a plug for ASMR. I have two plugs. You have an ASMR plug. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what I, a time to be alive. I've lost so much respect. <laughs> In the it's past not someone who sends me them directly. Oh, yes. Send me some <laughs> ASMR vids, please. It's he has like, a premium Snapchat for like an ASMR. It's like my go-to, no, because Owen Cootie, like, Owen Cootie saw this thumbnail. He's like, oh. And then I was like, no, it's like, it's this ASMR person I watch, and he was like, oh. Okay. I'll show you after the podcast is over. Oh, no. Your computer's right. at 8%. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap up the podcast. That was a very good episode. Very long. That was yeah. like almost two hours long. Yeah. Um, just to, I know that I didn't mention this. I put it on our Instagram story. We're on Spotify now, so shout out to that. Um, for I know it's a hassle to like go to SoundCloud and find it, so a better way to listen to us for the people who are listening on our SoundCloud. Um, I'm still gonna put them out on SoundCloud, but just sauce us a follow on Spotify and turn on those notifications. You'll be notified. We do episodes pretty regularly. And I think these two are, we should add them to the squad. Oh yeah. Because that was one of our better podcasts. I will Fonzie gladly and Chase. join. I think they might become regulars on this podcast along with Carp and myself and Ferulo sometimes. So like uh, yeah, boys, thanks for watching. It's been real. Till next time.